You're listening to Programme 1 of the Norvision podcast, recorded to leave an oral history legacy of the journey of the Norvision project. Over the past few years, the Norvision project has been evolving and growing. It's a project that's centred around the health and well-being and potential of the River Nore. And in this programme, we hear about the journey it has taken and its plans for the future. Rivers begin life as drops of water that drip, drip, drip and form into tiny little streams. These little streams flow down the slopes of a mountain, meet other little streams, and they join together, growing larger and larger to form a river. Every piece of land that forms around each little stream and the river itself is known as the river catchment. The catchment is basically the uplands incorporating everything that's connected with the river not just the river itself in terms of its water quality and it stretches 2500 uh, square kilometers i think it is it's an awful lot of land i mean it's a bit it's a huge area 2595 square kilometers is the size of the nor river catchment the river that flows from the devil's bit in tipperary onto leash and into county kilkenny before joining the river barrow in new ross where it proceeds out into the sea it's a big catchment so a catchment wide is everything from where, where the water flows down, everything that drains, all the land that drains. This is Declan Rice, CEO of Kilkenny Leader Partnership. KLP, Kilkenny Leader Partnership, which is essentially a developmental agency. And what does that mean, uh, you ask? Basically, it's looking at Kilkenny and, and seeing the opportunities, both um, from e- economic environment, all those different uh, elements. And this is Mairead Rohan, Enterprise Development Officer, also with Kilkenny Leader Partnership. And I have been involved in the Norvision process probably for the past five years, I'd say. Like the river, the Norvision project has been on a journey. And over the last few years, the project has grown and changed through a process aimed at identifying the priority needs of the river and its catchment. It's at least five years, probably yeah. six years, mm. thinking about it. And there's always a time when you sit down and have that. I mean, what usually most of the best ideas don't come from that. They come from someone says something or thinks something or there's a joke made in the office. And someone says, that's actually not a bad idea. And often you go off on a tangent and develop something else. But that was, I suppose, uh, from the point of view that we knew that environment and biodiversity was a much bigger interest, particularly in the programmes, the leader programme particularly, but other programmes too. And we were, the Nor was, and the rivers were an obvious thing because of the major geographical feature of the county. And we would have been sitting around and we do have, you know, these things that people, you know, might, might, other people might find a bit strange. We do have periods where we actually plan and we have planning sessions and we take days out and we go away and we, you know, have discussions and occasionally arguments and we agree things and then we we work through them. We looked at Kilkenny and obviously we have the Nore, the Barrow and the Shore in Kilkenny and we saw that basically as a resource in Kilkenny they're untapped and we looked at the opportunities through the developmental process and initially looked at the Noor and the Barrow and the Shore as a resource and what could we do um, and, and because it got so big <laughs> to deal with all three rivers we decided to focus on just the Noor. So that's where this came about and I think it was at the end of the last programme which is over five years ago when this um, initially started and then it's progressed by the time you get funding and there's a huge big engagement and consultation process to get us to this point where we are now which is very exciting actually really we're really just looking at the NOR as a catchment 
which is outside the perimeters of Kilkenny, you know, of, of the councils and of the agencies. And it's, it's, it's bringing them all together in the entire catchment. So basically that covers North Tip, uh, a little bit of Carlow, Kilkenny and Leash. It's long, broad and deep because it's long term. It's broad and being covering everything from water quality to uh, biodiversity to recreation. And it's deep because all of those things are integrated. You can't pull one apart from the other. They're, they're all stuck together. On the website norvation.ie, the project Norvation is described as being a statement of the shared aspirations of stakeholders for the future of the River Nor, its tributaries, the land that drains into them, and the people who live and work there. So it became from what we were initially talking about doing, which was uh, biodiversity and habitat protection and environment generally, uh, you know, and obviously in the river, and that matters there and is a big part of it. Uh, we grew into all the people who looked to the river and used the river, farmers, landowners, canoeists, kayakers, walkers, anglers, um, you know, people who use it in extractive industries or based nearby at quarries or whatever. And it, the process was led initially by Caroline Crowley, Dr. Caroline Crowley from West Cork. And she, I suppose, teed it up and uh, persuaded us that this was a catchment size thing that we had to think in terms of where the water came from, that the water didn't just spring out of the ground, you know, at Ballyuskel. It came down through Leash and through Tipperary. And, you know, that this mattered and we should think in those terms. Thinking in catchment terms is not something new. However, implementing the catchment approach is new and it's complex. Definitely through all the consultations that we've done over the years, people generally, actually more so, more than generally, will agree that it's a good idea to look at the river as a catchment. You know, that's the way it should be looked at because it does go, rivers don't adhere to county borders or anything like that. So it, it is a good idea, but then... That's okay in theory. So how do we actually make it work? You know, that's the hard part. You have to deal with the fact that uh, in Ireland, like other countries, people tend to think on the administrative boundary way because it's an easy way, but it isn't the way life works. I mean, so we we need to plan differently about that. About that, you know, you, you can't think of everything in terms of a county. Although you know, the county jerseys, everything, and all of that in sport, and we all we all get excited about that, but in Real life is much more complex, but the Norvision is one of the more one of the more complex. It's not the not the only, by far from the only complex project we do, but and there, to be honest with you, doing complex projects is a bit of a gamble for an organisation because you don't know where you're going with them. You can invest a lot of time, money, effort, reputation in them, and you might not get a, a, a dividend because it might fall on something. Uh, but they are the most satisfying. But we're paid. We're paid to be uh, proactive. We're paid to be positive. We're paid. We have a strategy. The strategy is developed based on all this planning we do, mm-hmm. and it says we're going to do this, and that's that's based also on what we think the potential is, mm-hmm. and what we think needs to happen as well as the potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just us. It's it's the feedback that we get from people as well, and it's our job, I suppose, yeah. to bring it together in a stra- into a strategy and yeah. deliver oh. on it. Oh. And I suppose it's important to mention as well that we're a not-for-profit organisation, so there's no financial gain in terms of us as an organisation going with this. It really is for the benefit of our community and our, our, our county and region. Delivering the Norwegian project is done in phases and to date has been through several phases, the most recent unfolding during the COVID-19 pandemic. 
most of the heavy lifting on this was done by Caroline Crowley and our, and our colleague uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Harriet Emerson in doing research all over the place and meetings and in fairness by uh, the very team and Marie McSorley Josephine Everson and Morris Keane they, they've led a really strong team uh, and they've done most of the real work on this hasn't been as hard as we imagined and particularly in COVID I mean I'm, I'm astonished by the number of people now I suppose at one level you, you can rationalise and say what else are you going to be doing The real part where we had just gotten funding um, significant funding I suppose to bring the project to the next stage we literally just signed contracts in this time last year uh, it was approved and it was the start of COVID so I mean it was a very uncertain time in, in so terms of whether it was like and, and, and the thing with this is when you're engaging people you, you want to keep the momentum going and there's always periods where it stops and starts but I mean in fairness to, to Very and Anne-Marie they, they did a great job over over that period of time to get people engaged and to bring all the different initiatives together so they found that if people were interested in say litter picking um, they, they, they may if they knew what else was happening on say citizen science they might do uh, all the courses were free you know so um, people just out of interest for, for, for maybe doing one bit would uh, follow through to another bit of training we called it but it was really engagement with the river and it was very successful. Anne-Marie McSorley and her team at Ferry led six initiatives under the Norvision programme last year, namely Citizen Science, Litter Picks, Invasive Species Project, Oral History Workshops, Upland Farm Walks and Education Projects. These projects were identified as means of engaging people with the river. The citizen science, the litter picking, uh, oral history, the uplands projects, they're all just really engagement initiatives, you know, to get people connected with the river a bit more. So either through litter picking or, uh, I mean, as we all uh, have had to experience through COVID, (laughs) the amount of people that are walking along the rivers and then the whole biodiversity uh, side of it. It really is educational, but also engagement, whereas what we really want to get out of it is, is, is a governance structure and through this engagement process we have been able to identify people that are interested in bringing it to the next stage and that can form and be part of a governance structure. Before delving into the governance structure let's take some time to have a quick look at the engagement initiatives that took place over the past year as part of the Norvision project. I'm living on the banks of the river just in front of the Nutwood what we call the Nutwood, um, the Hazel Dell. Um, James Fogarty wrote a uh, lovely song about it. Christy might give us a bar afterwards. Um, the Silvery Dean, and he talks about the Nutwood and the Hazel Dell and the bluebells in it. And it's just just a few yards down from that, then you have the, the River Dean. One of the engagement initiatives led by Patrick Lydon was the Oral History Workshops where stories related to the river were recorded in towns and villages at intervals along the length of the Nore. Knowledge of these stories help in the understanding of the river. The real quality of history for most of us is everyday life in our community, in, in our country, and where we live. So to record that by speaking to people about their experiences, perhaps that's the most important aspect of oral history that you're really hearing from people what it was like to be alive in the 1950s or 2021. You know, if you you go back to the beginning, water 
is the life of the world. Without it, it's the only thing that if we hadn't got, we wouldn't be here. And it's, it's, it's not appreciated enough until it gets really scarce, and it's getting scarce now. But uh, going back then to the fishing, I, I say I fished and I fished because when you were young, you didn't even have a bike. You hadn't a bike and then you got so used to walking. <laughs> you didn't want a bike. But you went and you fished and you walked all day and you studied and you watched the river, you know. And we'll hear more of these wonderful memories in the next few weeks as history is an important part of the Norvision project. Things disappear very quick from memory, but it isn't that long ago. You know, uh, so I, th- I think it's, it's retrievable is the wrong word, but it's, it's, you, we could celebrate it and we can commemorate it and we can replicate it. You know, there's no reason why we couldn't have more you know, vessels in the river, why we couldn't have more fishing on the river, why we couldn't have more access to the river. There's some things we won't be able to do because they just are, were damaging the river. Another very successful Norvision project has been the Citizen Science Training Workshops. Now the Citizen Science one is a more, I suppose, you know, obviously attractive one to gather data, to gather, to gather information on living creatures, li- living plants in the river, on the river, around the river. And to actually, and this is the key bit, that that, that data they gather isn't just, is that a nice photograph for Auntie Maura? It's something which goes into a data bank, a database, which would then be used by proper scientists. Mm-hmm. You know, so they could be part of, you know, counting the number of, uh, uh, you know, newts that are on the river, or the many salmon are doing, or whatever, or more likely, you know, some some uh, small aquatic plant or something like that, or a beetle. Uh, but you, what, what you, the data you gather would be done in a proper, rigorous, scientific way, recorded and fed into the system. Mm-hmm. So if you get a, a, a cohort of, you know, 200 citizen science scientists, they could be sixth year class students, or they could be retired people, or they could be, you know, I don't know, anybody who takes this seriously and wants to do it for, you know, a long period of time or a short period of time, wants to do it in the right way and they're trained the right way, that data is really useful. Mm-hmm. And beyond the usefulness of that, the engagement and the fact mm. that they take an interest and pride in the river. They're kind of the guardians of the yeah, river, I suppose, really. Yeah. Amanda Greer is an ecologist who facilitated the citizen science strand of the Norvision project. I joined her by the river as she demonstrated the kick sampling process. I've turned my net inside out into the tray and I'm just uh, running the water through it to kind of sweep any of the animals that are stuck onto the net off and into the tray so that we can look at them. Okay. So I'll just look at the net now and make sure I don't see anything else living on there. Amanda and her team were hugely encouraged by the interest and care expressed by so many people who signed up for the training and who have gone on to be citizen scientists. We owe them an awful lot, you know, that they're bringing matters to our attention, to the attention of local government that, that it wouldn't be known about. The EPA does go and test water quality, but they can't go and test every single small stream in the country. Whereas if everybody knew how to do this and said, oh sure, look, once a year, uh, we'll go down and we'll have a look at our local stream and see what's in it and how good the water quality is and they know where to report that information to. That's a huge amount of information that that's coming back. And a huge amount of um, 
that sense of personal responsibility as well. You know, if you do go out and you do see it's red, to ask the question, but why is this red? You know, it, sh- it shouldn't be. There's, if it's red, that means there is a, a source of pollution somewhere, you know, and that's going to be caused by us somewhere along the line. So... Another thing caused by us is litter. Not only is it unsightly, but the plastic litter, when it gets into the river, can be transported to the sea and cause problems with the health of marine animals. Agencies like Keep Kilkenny Beautiful are vigilant in trying to keep the place, in particular the rivers, litter-free. I joined Pat Boyd, chair of the KKB, on a litter pick. We're on the White Bridge on the Circular Road uh, in Kilkenny and uh, it runs parallel to the... Uh, lovely River Brega, which circumvents the whole of the city. And um, so at the moment, like we're picking litter out of the river here, this is a particular black spot here at White Bridge. And the type of litter that uh, we pick up here on a weekly basis is mainly domestic litter. The Norwegian Project collaborated with Keep Kilkenny Beautiful in promoting and supporting their litter picks along the river. I mean, they're, they're, they're tasters in many ways, because like you do a litter pick. Unfortunately, in Ireland, do a litter pick today. You might do another one next Tuesday, you know, because, you know, people still continue to litter. So it's, a, it's even though that was a, it's a big litter pick and it made a difference, it's not going to solve anything, you know, it, hearts and minds. Well, it might help solve something, because if the people who are out picking things see you know uh, what happens that generally tends to have an effect people who pick litter don't tend to litter so if you can persuade people and similar way with with, with, uh, not quite the same with invasive species removal you're removing the Himalayan balsam you probably can eliminate that you know Mm -hmm. if you're persistent enough Uh, and oral history is always good but there are events there are things that happen they're good in themselves but in many ways they're tasters and there are ways of people identifying to say the river matters to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, now the people can organise their own litter picks uh, and, and and other other events. That's that's not something we we're we're saying. It's, it's only with the Noah vision, but this was an opportunity to show and to bring people in contact with the river. Declan Rice, CEO of Kilkenny Leader Partnership, mentioned the other two engagement initiatives: invasive species and the Upland Farming Program. And in a few weeks' time, we will hear more about them in more detail. But right now, the Norvision project is changing onto its next phase, governance. The one resounding comment that we got from all the consultations is that who do you phone or who do you contact if something happens in the river? Tree falls or someone um, is, is, is... dumping litter or polluting or whatever the river and uh, that nobody you, you ring the county council they may not be responsible for one part it's inland fisheries or who it is so so that's where governance is really important we want one responsible body for yeah. the catch well, well it won't be responsible for all the activities but no. it'll be a it'll be a point, a of, point contact. of contact governance is important uh, it really is and as Mairead said and we always say sometimes the irritation of some of the stakeholders is the most important part. It you is, know. but it's the one that most people disengage. Yeah, I mean, people, with people's eyes glaze yeah, over. Yeah. And governance means who's responsible for making it all keep going mm. and keeping it together and all of that. And that needs a structure. And that's taking into account all those stakeholders, the different counties, everything, all communities. All of that. Yeah. All of that. So there are various, uh, I suppose, levels or rings, or circles of hell, someone said, one time, to governance. So there's, there's, there's one at, at the catchment area, the over, overall things, and there's probably ones which are at 
local area and there's ones which are particular to an activity so biodiversity and all that now this all has to be worked through mm-hmm. um, but the one the first one up is the the board there's going to be a board or a, or a steering group a column, which the name isn't even decided the, the, the actual legal entity isn't decided but it will be a legal entity so it'll either be a company limited by guarantee so a non-profit company or it could be a, a trust you know, uh, which is another legal form, or it could be uh, a co-op even, you know, and at the, the, the meeting, the first meeting took place last Friday, and this was discussed, you know, and there are various opinions of what it should be. That's not settled yet. The North Trust will be responsible for this g- generational strategy. Mm. So, you know, whoever's on it will come and go, you know, you know, for instance, if we were to be on it, we would eventually leave it, you know, uh, well, I won't be I won't be alive when the captain's anyway, thing in twenty five years. Uh, uh, well, I might, but yeah. Well, well, maybe, maybe, maybe. And the point is, you you would you you, you so it has to go. Uh, certainly, if you're in a, if you're in a job, there and, and you're as a job, you'll eventually retire of that job. Mm-hmm. Now you don't. You can have the best person in the world involved in that organisation from a, from a, uh, a, a, an agency, for instance. Uh, but it can't rely on their personal commitment because the next person may not have that commitment. So the commitment has to be from the organisation and the person then, you hope, would share that commitment. So you, there's a process go, go, uh, in, in, in play here. Uh, it will be largely community-led. Uh, you know, that's, that's the reality of it. That's the way it's played out. Uh, some of the agencies are definitely very, very you know, committed and interested in, in it. Others are sort of feeling their way around it and seeing where they are. And that's, you know, understandable you know it's in in the sense that you can understand how that would be uh, so the, there's all of that in play but what we're hoping is that by the end of this year we will have uh, robust structures at the catchment level so in other words the tree county level and we will be building down and there will be also structures that let people do the fun things mm. you know so the people the things that people want to do uh, people want a litter pick you know, or they want to, you know, bash Himalaya balsam, or you know, remove Himalaya balsam, or they want to do the citizens of science bit, or they want to, you know, discuss how small farmer landholders in the highlands should, you know, be treated, but in, in relation to the river, that's what they really want to do. But you, to do that, you need to have a structure let to do that in a coherent way mm. that supports that. So, governance is the structures and we're saying for that to work you need someone who's a coordinator someone whose job it is to make it all work make sure at the end of the phone you know contact people keep the board going uh, and more probably more than one person you know um, uh, and that's 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 a job which uh, you know we're, when we're talking to people about that and we're, we're saying you know it's the government really needs to actually recognise the Norwegian and all the work has gone on as you know a brilliant opportunity for them that the work has been done for them and you know it is the biggest catchment study catchment uh, project this type in the country um you know there are smaller catchments there are in Ishone and other places but they're you know different type of things really uh, and they do have government support we're saying the nor needs that because the nor is representative of what you can replicate if you can do it right in the nor you can do it on the Shuri, you can do it in the Barrow, you can do it in the Boyne, you can do it in the Moy. You know, you can do it on all these major rivers which flow through complicated pieces of territory and across many counties.
The Norwegian project is lucky to have the support of Kilkenny Green Party TD Malcolm Noonan, who is Minister of State for Heritage and Electoral Reform. It's never been more important that we as communities work together to collaborate, to celebrate and to activate ourselves around our biodiversity and nature. And Norvision has been doing that for many years now. The beauty of what has been created with Norvision is a community of people who have the best interests of the river and its catchment at the core. Today, the Nor catchment, along with its many tributaries, is a source of drinking water, flood control, biodiversity, food production, recreation and life for some 110,000 people. We need to better understand the value of our natural surroundings, the inspiration it gives us and the quality food it puts on our table. Without understanding and awareness within the community about the vulnerability of our precious water system, then nothing will change. This is why education is so important. Community education is really important, no matter who pays for it. And that, it's not just kids. It, it needs to be uh, older people, older young people as well as in beyond school years. It's important that people realise this is their future. I think we're more distanced from the river than maybe we were a couple of generations ago. I mean, people used to swim in the river. People used to fish much more in the river. They were used more, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, from an industrial perspective mm-hmm. for transport and all that. So when then all that stopped, I, there was a tendency then for turning our backs to the river. And if you look at even planning around the county, a, a lot of the towns, not just in Kilkenny, all over the country, um, their backs are turned to the to the river. So as Declan mentioned earlier, it's nearly um, seen as, as, as the sewer rather than something that you can uh, engage with and uh, and value and and use over the next generation. It is, it is changing, but I mean, it, 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 uh, it had to change. Mm. To some extent, it's a dead cat bounce, you know. It, it, it was going to have to get better than it was. But, you know, it, it needs to be more than just that. It needs policy driving it, it needs resources behind it, it needs community awareness mm. and community engagement and, you know, instinctive buy-in, you know, mm. as in there's some things which have now become, you know, everyone agrees with them, you know, well, most of the time everybody agree with them, so like walkways or greenways or whatever else, you don't have to make the case for them. What you want is that it works on the river, access to the river, opening up the river, proper care of the river becomes one of those things that people don't you don't have to make the argument you know yeah in Kilkenny it's a real opportunity as well because we've no coast I suppose so um, this is our coast yeah yeah the exactly. North is our coast so there's huge opportunities and to hear more about the Norvision project then tune in this time next Monday for another programme in the Norvision series the Norvision radio series is funded by Kilkenny Leader Partnership CLG through the Department of Rural and Community Development and the EU